This is the Linda Steele Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. All right, I'm Linda Steele. It has been a bad, very bad year in the oil patch with the industry suffering huge losses and cutbacks that just keep on coming. We're all actually being impacted by the fallout, some of us more than others. And with more on how this impacts you, I'm joined by the host of Canada's number one rated financial show, Money Talks, Michael Campbell. Thanks for joining me, Michael. My pleasure. So based on the news reports of the past couple of days, I think anyone who hopes the bad times are over for the oil industry might be sadly mistaken. I I know. It just does keep coming fast and furious. I mean, this week we had Shell Canada and Meg Energy both announce major capital spending cutbacks. Meg Energy is going to reduce about 30% of its staff, uh, you know, and it keeps going because we had today the Conference Board of Canada came out with a a pretty gloomy outlook, at least for this year, uh, saying that Canadian oil companies are going to lose about $2.1 billion in pre-tax profit. Now, compare that to just a year ago, and this is one of my big messages, how fast things are changing in the world. We've talked China in the past, how fast things change there, Europe, that kind of stuff. But, you know, last year, Linda, they made $6 billion. This year, they're losing $2.1 billion. Oh, you know, Revenue's falling 22%. Uh, you know, the list is just a long one. I think the big one, though, is their capital spending plans. Uh, you know, they've, they've cut them back. It's a little bit like you own a house, you were planning a renovation, and you're worried about your economic prospects, maybe your job or something, so you hold off on the renovation. That's what's happened in the oil patch. That's the easiest stuff to hold off on and saying, you know what, let's keep our cash in reserve here, and we won't go forward with that project. What about those uh, price projections for oil? How realistic do you think they are? Yeah, because we just got that Alberta budget. Yeah. And, of course, it's so big for them. I mean, they've gone again from surplus to about a $6.1 billion deficit. Huge. And they're hoping for a rise in you know oil prices as we go forward here. They're looking, uh, I think, realistically this year, averaging like $50. That might be slightly high. But next year, I think it was 61 The year after, about 67 uh, they're a little optimistic here. Uh, when you look at the futures market, which, again, people are making bets with their own money, what they think the prices will be in the future. Mm-hmm. So the further out they went, the more optimistic that seemed to be. The other thing is this, is that, you know, let's keep in mind that uh, not just the government, a lot of financial institutions got this one wrong. They didn't see this big price plunge coming. So I hope they've changed their approach, at least their methodology, because that would be the first thing I'd do if I got something so wrong and say, how did I approach it? So we'll see how that works out. I do think we're in a major deflationary cycle. Uh, We've been very accurate on that in Money Talks and made people a ton of money if they followed the advice, whether it was predicting the drop in precious metals starting in September 2012. We went all commodities, uh, you know, warning by within a year of that. And then February of 2014, when oil's still over 100, we said major plunge coming. And I think that's really the bottom line here. Uh, the other thing, sorry, very quickly, that came out of the projections out of the Alberta budget and everyone else, I might add, is they stopped this idea that there was going to be some sort of V-bottom, you know, it's going to hit a bottom and mm-hmm. rock it right back up. No, everybody's got a brand new, much lower trading range, you know, in the 60s as the top side of that market. So we'll yeah. see how it plays out. I, I'm not real positive. I still think there's another low to come here in oil. Uh, depressing news for a lot of people, especially if you make your living off the oil industry. But what about the rest of us? How is this deflationary cycle affecting us? Well, I'll be quick. I mean, we've seen it in the GDP numbers. The Bank of Canada has made it very clear that's the sector that's suffering. Resources in general, oil in particular, 
That's what's holding back the Canadian economy. Well, of course, a weaker economy certainly hits government revenues. That's what the story in Alberta is all about, mm-hmm. at least on the short term. They've had a huge hit to their government revenues. But hey, you keep in mind this. When you look at the natural resource industry in general, their average is, is uh, giving governments about $26 billion every year in revenue from the years 2009-2013. That's obviously dropping. That's $26 billion a year, though, in the resource industry. Mm-hmm. We've got about 1.8 million people employed in resources. So, yeah, that's a direct hit there. Wow. Okay, so what does it mean for investors? Well, the other thing we're living with is low interest rates. You know, we don't have economic growth. Well, one of the you know offshoots of that is going to be record low interest rates, which we've got. That's obviously, you know, if you're a borrower, you're happy. But come on, it's starting to seep through to savers. You know, there's a lot of people who actually need that income to, you know, keep their lifestyle up. But pensions are certainly mm-hmm. suffering for low interest rates. So, yeah, if the oil market, for example, miraculously had a major recovery, that would push interest rates up uh, as an example. Example and again the problems with all resources there. Uh, the individual shareholders obviously have been killed. I mean, you look at what's happened at gold stock prices or energy stock prices or coal stock prices. Man, that's been a big hit. But again, I always remind people: guess what? You own those companies through the Canada Pension Plan. If you're a worker, probably if you're lucky enough to be part of a public sector pension plan or a major corporation pension plan, believe me, you own all of those. Just makes it a little more difficult. Well, these are interesting times indeed. Thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure. Thanks. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.